Welcome to Words to Encourage, the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church of Grove City, Ohio. Everyone needs encouragement. We all need to be uplifted. With today's encouragement, here's our pastor, Stan Slater. Welcome to Words to Encourage. This is the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church. We are located in Grove City, Ohio, and I'm Brother Slayball. Well, good Monday to you. How was church yesterday? My, what a great start to the month of March we had here at Bible Baptist Church. Just a great spirit all day in the services and uh, folks responding to the messages and uh, decisions made for Christ and God met with us and uh, what a great, great day it was and uh, got got us going here to start another month and the first Sunday of March, and I hope it was a good Sunday where you were, and that you were in your place, and that uh, God spoke to your heart, and that you were a blessing to your church and to your pastor. And now you're ready to get going here with this first full week of March, and uh, we're excited about that, and looking forward to what the Lord has for us in this month. Now, if your Bible's nearby, I want you to go to John chapter 15. John chapter 15. Jesus is teaching his followers here something. He says in verse 1, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing." If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. And then I want you to notice verse number 16. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. I want to talk a little bit about that subject there, fruit that remains. At salvation, we enter into a life-giving relationship with Jesus Christ. Here he teaches us that he is the vine and we are the branches. We are in him. Our sustenance, our very life itself comes from the vine, Jesus Christ. And if we're in him... It says we will bring forth fruit. Now, this is not the fruit of the Spirit. This is not the outcome of being filled with the Spirit. This is the fruit or the outcome of being in Christ. And the fruit of a Christian is another Christian. This this is teaching us about the Great Commission. This is teaching us about witnessing. This is teaching us about soul winning. This is a, and there's a progression to it. That's why we must not quit. We must not get discouraged and stop. The goal is verse 16, that we would have fruit that remains. Now, how do we get there? Well, let's let's look at what it says. Verse number two. Verse number two. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Saying, if I'm in him and I'm not bearing fruit, He'll take it away. But every Christian is to bear fruit. And if he takes it away, he takes me away, that's death. 
when when he was going through with his disciples and he saw that fig tree and there was no fruit on the fig tree, no figs. You know what he said? Why cumberest it the ground? Cut it down. In other words, why are they taking up room on my earth? You see, as soon as one comes to Christ, they ought to have a desire to bring others to Christ. When Andrew left following John the Baptist and began to follow Jesus Christ, the first thing he first findeth his own brother, Simon Peter. John chapter 1, Nathanael goes and finds Philip. The woman at the well went back to the city and brought them out to see Jesus. Oh, my friend, there's a desire. Those who are going to heaven never want to go there alone. Oh, they want their loved ones to go too. Every Christian is to bear fruit. Now, notice number two. We go from bearing fruit to bearing more fruit through purging. Purging is pruning. Every branch in me that bears fruit, he purges it, that it can bring forth more fruit. So we're going from fruit to more fruit. He's cleansing out that which is impure. It's removing whatever is offensive to God that's hindering our fruitfulness. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe it's tobacco. Maybe it's immorality. Maybe it's rock and roll. Maybe it's foul language. Maybe it's immodest dress. How does that happen? Well, it happens by the word of God. Verse 3, now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. As I read the Word of God and study the Word of God and memorize the Word of God and meditate in the Word of God and hear the Word preached and taught, God begins to purge me. Why is He purging? Why do I have things that He cuts out of my life so I can bring forth more fruit? With these winds we've had the last several weeks, real windy days, a lot of the dead branches and things have come off the trees. But that's good for them. Why? It makes room for the new branches and the new buds to come. It can bring forth more fruit. And God will do that for us so we can uh, give the gospel to more people and maybe see more people come to Christ. Number three, as we go from, we go from fruit to more fruit, number three, we go from more fruit to much fruit by abiding. Now we went from fruit to more fruit by purging. We go from more fruit to much fruit by abiding. Jesus said, if you abide in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. That word abide means to continue permanently. It means to dwell. It means to adhere to. So we are to dwell with Christ. We're to continue permanently with Christ, to adhere to Christ. And the result will be much fruit. This is where we realize our utter dependence upon Christ. Remember, we're the branches. He is the vine. And so without him, we can't do anything. How do you abide? Verse 7, abide in me and my words abide in you. When his words live in us, when his words abide in us, they adhere to us. His words are continually in us. That's why the psalmist would say, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. It's with me. I'm thinking about it all the time. Always scripture abiding in me. God says that's the way you go from more fruit to much fruit. Now, God, number four, God is glorified when we bear much fruit. Verse eight, herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit so shall you be my disciples. Are we here for God's glory? Yes, absolutely. Whether we eat or drink, whatsoever we do, we're to do all to the glory of God. Then we are to bear much fruit because that glorifies God. But we don't start at much fruit. We start with fruit. Then we're purged and we bear more fruit. Then we abide in him and we bear much fruit. 
And when that happens, that honors God. That puts the spotlight on God. That makes God look good. It brings, brings honor to his name and honor to him. God's glorified when we bear much fruit. Now, so we go from bearing fruit to bearing more fruit through purging. We go from fruit to much fruit by abiding. And God is glorified when we bear much fruit. But wait, God's not done yet. He says, now you go from much fruit to fruit that remains by becoming a friend to Jesus. Verse 14, you are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. Jesus said, you are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Hey, hey, will you do me a favor? Well, that depends. What is it? No, 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 not so with Jesus. The answer with Jesus is always yes. In other words, when you get to the point in your life where you're no longer just a servant of Jesus, but you're a friend of Jesus. And with that friendship will come fruit that remains. Remains means to be left after others are gone. Now, that takes patience. That takes patience. In the parable of the sower that Jesus taught in Luke chapter 8, we know that out of, those, out of that soil, only the last soil was the soil that brought forth fruit. It was called the soil of the good ground. And it's really, we say the parable of the sower, it's really the parable of the, of the soil. It's the soil of man's heart. But it says in verse 15 of Luke 8, that that which fell on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. Oh, you have to stay at it. You have to stay at it. You have to be faithful. I'm told that you can plant a fruit tree and that you will have nothing for at least two years. Date palms can take five to eight years after planting before they'll bear fruit. And then they'll produce a viable yield for harvest from seven to ten more years. So you must have patience. But much fruit is the byproduct of being the friend of Jesus. It's the byproduct of doing whatsoever he asks. So every Christian is to bear fruit. Are you fruit-bearing Christian? No, no, no. Don't, don't. Listen, this thing, well, I just don't have that gift of evangelism. There is no gift of evangelism. Every Christian is to be a witness. He said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's you and me, my friend. That's every Christian. Notice he said back again in John 15, verse 1, he said, I'm the true vine, my father's husband. Now look, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, may bring forth more fruit. Uh, I don't want God to take me away because I'm just cumbering the earth. You say, well, Pastor, I go to church every week. Yeah, but are you bearing fruit? Well, Pastor, I, I, I look nice. I, I, I dress properly. Are you bearing fruit? You see, he wasn't concerned about the leaves. He wasn't concerned about the appearance. He's concerned about bearing fruit. Every Christian is to bear fruit. But then we're not just supposed to bear fruit. God says, I want you to bear more fruit. And I'll purge some things from your life that's hindering you from being, bringing forth more fruit. And then he wants us to go from more fruit to much fruit. How do we do that? By letting his words abide in us and us abide in him. And his word lives in our heart, lives in our life, where we order our steps according to his word, where we meditate in his word day and night. 
And then he's, he's glorified because we're bringing forth much fruit, but he's not done yet. He says, if you'll be my friend and you do whatsoever I command you, then you can have fruit that remains. You know, somebody told me a startling statistic the other day. They said if, the, if everyone stopped dying and stopped being born, if everything just came to a stop right now, nobody else born, nobody else die, and we were winning people to Christ at the rate we're doing it now, it would take us 4,000 years to win the world to Jesus Christ. The problem is the world isn't stopping. People are dying and more people are being born. And the population grows past 8 billion now. My friend, we need Christians to bring forth fruit. No, we need Christians to bring forth more fruit. No, we need Christians to bring forth much fruit. And we need Christians that will bring forth fruit that remains. I don't know about you, but I want to be a friend to the Lord Jesus. And I'd like to see the fruit that remains. And I hope you do too. Let's strive to be the kind of Christians that'll have fruit that remains. Well, I hope it's been an encouragement to you and a challenge to each of us and that we'll desire to be a fruitful Christian today. Have a wonderful Monday, everybody. I appreciate you listening to Words to Encourage Radio. And I'll look forward to being with you again on the broadcast tomorrow, where I hope to talk a little bit about the sounds of revival from an Old Testament passage, all right? So until tomorrow, this is Brother Slaybaugh reminding you, Be good to everyone, because everyone's having a tough time. Thank you for listening today. If this broadcast was an encouragement to you, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us by email at pastor at bbcgrovecity.org, or you can call us at area code 614-875-2190. We invite you to visit us at the Bible Baptist Church at 2758 Home Road in Grove City, Ohio. Our service times are Sunday morning at 9.30 for Sunday school and 10.30 for the morning worship service. We meet back together at 5.30 for our evening service and on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. We also host the Bridge to Recovery Ministry, a faith-based recovery program bringing transformation to hurting people and our community. We meet every Thursday at 6.30 in the evening. You can find more information at our website about this and other ministries of Bible Baptist Church at bbcgrowcity.org. We hope that today these were truly words to encourage. Words to Encourage is paid for by the generous members and supporters of the Bible Baptist Church in Grove City, Ohio. The joy of serving Jesus with a smile, a bright sunny smile.